0: Hello and welcome to the Cosmic Eye Spirit Work Show. I am Jason, and I have on the line Angel of Angel on the Eighth Day. How you doing, Hello. Angel? Yes. How's oh. it going? <laughs> it's, it's going well, thank you. But I like, how <laughs> you went, I like how you went low with that. Hello. Well,
1: Hello. I was <laughs> I was trying to like tell myself like okay, trying to do like a different intro. No, was, like was... do something other than like like laughing into it. But I can't. But you, That's you couldn't. Who I am? And... You ended up
0: laughing into it anyway, and that's yeah, I think the joy I, yes. <laughs> of speaking. That's just with who you. I am. I, I uh, <laughs> have you seen the movie um, Almost Famous? Yes. Do you remember? Do you remember the guy that ran uh, that ran the uh, Rolling Stone magazine, Ben Fong yes. Torres? Hello, the, Ben he Fong Torres. Now, right the the actor? Did he really Ben Fong Torres? The guy that played Ben Fong Torres? Uh, maybe it was. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to check that one out. But he know, had that great that great deep voice. Okay. Yeah. When he was on the phone, he had that really smooth, deep voice. That's what I was reminded of when we said, hello. <laughs> <laughs> ben Fong is Almost Famous. So any of you who have not seen Almost Famous and do not oh, get is. this joke whatsoever, please watch that movie because <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> okay. So there's my recommendation for a movie.
1: And all, I just love that, that the the music of that time, I think, and just the whole uh, the whole vibe and energy of you know free love, well, fighting wars, all that fun stuff.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah, exactly. You got all that cool stuff from the early '70s, and you know the Zeppelin references and all that business. Rock and roll in America in the late '60s and early '70s was a was a mythical time. Um, all right. So today, this is an interesting thing. We've uh, we've been discussing as we do uh, normally uh, before the show. Uh, we we have a little coffee clatch. We do without, without any coffee because it's cause, coffee. Yeah, because yeah, it's too
1: damn late to drink coffee right now. Well, actually, no. We talked about that. I thought no. we talked about this. Coffee
0: makes me sleepy. <laughs> that's that's right. Un- unlike the rest of us human beings, you you get the effect of going to sleep when you drink coffee. So yeah, and
1: I don't know if it's that reverse or that other version of ADD or ADHD, I really think that I conditioned myself to sleep um, it, with coffee. Yeah, when, I think I've mentioned this when I was younger, I would go to coffee shops with a cousin of mine. And um, we would just have like these wonderful deep conversations that I
0: will always treasure. And then sleep (laughs) Um, yeah no i know i know exactly the feeling i mean we would do that when we were kids my friends and i and i you know i grew up in seattle so i mean i'm in the home of of coffee uh we used to go to this little espresso shop called espresso roma yeah um you know so if anybody from seattle is listening you will have pleasant memories of that place but we'd sit up all night drinking coffee and you know everybody in those days was smoking cigarettes smoking cloves i mean the place is filled with nicotine air and you know and you would just you know you'd be up so late and then you'd go home and you would just crash without a concern or care without any kind of anxiousness from all the coffee and you know cigarettes that you'd consume secondhand or firsthand (laughs) and you were just fine man i tell you youth but you know, you, you still got a bit of that in you. I uh, don't drink coffee at night at this point. I'm I'm drinking chamomile teas now. That's where that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't like to admit that in polite company, but I do. So. <laughs> anyway, speaking speaking of angel, we're talking today. Uh, we're doing an introduction to uh, angels in general, the idea of angels, angelic powers, hierarchies, and so forth. We want to talk about this stuff. So we're gonna touch on some different ideas and some experiences and some stories and it's going to be pretty free form uh, but what, what i was saying is that when we were talking before the show we really realized that uh, this is a bigger subject than we thought i mean obviously angels and angelic beings are a huge subject but i think we went in kind of like lightly right and so talk, a little, more, <laughs> talk a little bit more about what we're going to try to accomplish with today's show and and the next episode we're going to do yeah, so we have now entered uh, Libra season.
1: So, um, going with our previous theme, um, we had discussed uh, talking about, um, you know, kind of like the because Libra is a balance so like balance between uh, feminine and masculine. Um, what spiritual represent uh, representations are tend to be androgynous so then of course obviously angels. and. Um, my curiosity uh, uh, almost kind of like questioning so this started with a question (laughs) mostly of of like how did angels come to be right because um yeah jason has like all of this red knowledge and so um then we i kind of challenged the the notion of angels being strictly christian because not so much like from my end but i think on a social um aspect or perspective i find that a lot of people connect angels to something christian or judeo-christian yeah Uh, and you have informed me that um there are other um versions of angels or angels came before christianity and then there's other religions that have um similar beings and mm-hmm. so that jumped to this, and then, then I. So at the end of the day, <laughs> I was like, you know what, this might be one of the few t- times, but I feel that it's going to be the beginning of more reading. Yeah. <laughs> <And> which... So <laughs> now I, I, you know, I finally opened up all of my boxes of books that I've ordered. Yes. And I have one, two, five sitting in front of, uh, four angel ones um, that are sitting in front of me as I'm scam- like skimming through this. And then you're giving me that information at the same time. And then when I connected, um, did I say Ariel, right?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: When I connected Ariel to this other, um, and then now this is where you jump in. What? What are the beings? What would the term be for the beings that were around the, um, in the, that are correlated to the Hindu religion? Devas. Devas. Yeah. So when I connected those two, and then I saw, I started like in my mind, I was just like seeing all of these uh, different connections. So um, I had to like stop and say, I feel that it would be fair, it, it would be unfair if um, if I don't give this more attention and that oh, I'm getting chills again, um, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> that I think in itself is probably, yeah, um, I, not to sound so cheesy, but I think uh, an angel message in itself, right, for to just kind of like say, hey, I know that you like doing things a little bit fast and, you know, um, just kind of like playing it by ear or mm-hmm. being like fun and entertaining and all of that, but I, it's like, these are one of the things that you have to like, slow down on. And as the, the formations of like the connections just started, um, Oh, shout out to, uh, my twin friends that I know. <laughs> um, so did you ever watch, um, Queens gambit? No. Okay. So there's you have to watch it. It's a really great movie. Um, there's this, uh, or what's the other one? A Beautiful Mind.
0: Yeah, I've seen Beautiful. Okay.
1: Do so you know how they they uh, have those projections of how they do like the equations or whatever in their mind, and then mm-hmm. on, on in the in the films they you you as a viewer can see them. Yeah. Okay, so that's what was happening. So as you oh, and wow. I were talking, and then you were giving me that information, I was going like. You know yeah um, and so i was like you have to stop like you can't just uh just kind of like walk in this a little um, lacking of knowledge um and i can probably you know sit here and uh channel information but i think that in itself is going to take you know me just prepping um before the show so yeah long-winded so thing.
0: No, not not, not <laughs> long-winded at all. I think that was a great, great way to kind of frame things and, and talk about where we're going and so forth. Um, and I and I I like how you you pointed out that you know that that sort of feeling and that sort of intuition in itself was was you know is connected with this idea of the sort of angelic presence. Yeah. You know, one of the things that a certain hierarchy of angels uh, do is, uh, you know, to help illuminate human beings and help us evolve, and that that message I think is important to to um, to take seriously, but also for us to, you know, take a little more time than than maybe just jumping, you know, right into things. However, today, and this is where you know where where it comes into today's show. You know, we're going to kind of freeform this one. And then, you know, we'll see how many episodes we do kind of elaborating on what we talk about, but it sounds like we're going to have a lot more to talk about. Yeah. We do want to just kind of frame some of these ideas and then, you know, at least touch on some of the basic ideas and maybe just raise questions today that we can go into deeper, right? For sure. Because I I
1: think that where I was coming from mm -hmm. was kind of playing a little bit um, devil's advocate. Um. Where with you, you know, saying like, yeah. well, what if, you know, uh I just view the you know, or people just view this as uh, a Christian thing, and then you're like, Well, <laughs> and you know, you came in with um with your knowledge, and I was like, Oh, that's really interesting. So funny enough, I stopped at the when I when I just couldn't go any further, mm-hmm. I was at um Haniel. Okay. I feel like that's how you pronounce it. Yes.
0: That is correct. Haniel and Haniel is an archangel, by the way. Yes. So really? that's what we'll yeah that's what we'll go into, um,
1: and that's what I was saying. Like it's the first one that I saw that is referenced as being Babylonian. Um, so um, according to this, um, this angel helps us recover the law. I didn't get this far, so that's why I'm being so slow. Sorry, that's okay. Um, helps yeah. us recover the lost secrets of natural healing remedies especially involve involving the harnessing of the moon's energy um in potions powders and crystals huh Uh, (laughs) very very interesting also helps us enjoy more grace in our lives to add beauty harmony and um the company of wonderful friends to your life hey that's us Um, yeah (laughs) indeed um so this angel will also help you stay Poised and centered before and during any important event, such as speech, performance, first date, and job interview. Um, so yeah, after so oh, that's this is another one that I is referenced to being as um she. So we'll talk about that. Um yeah. so yeah, after this, I just could I felt like I couldn't go any further. It was like, no, I you have to give this more more attention and more, um, yeah, just more attention, more care, especially when I started, when you were telling me about the um, the Devas, um, I started searching and then I made that connection with Ariel and then one of the images that I saw around Vishnu, um, having
0: lion heads or, you know, um, yeah. I, Lion-like features, yeah. and. Yes. So the name Ariel actually means the lion of God uh, in Hebrew. So, you know, there's that connection there. And then we talked a little bit about that earlier before we we did the show. There's also the goddess Sekhmet, uh, who's a lion-headed goddess in, uh, in Egypt. And the lion was extremely important there. So you can begin to see these connections, you know, in these angelic beings and spirit beings and God and goddess forms and so forth throughout all these different cultures, which I think addresses a little bit and we'll go more into it as we as we go on but a little bit about um the universality of the idea of angels and spirit beings right um Mm -hmm. that gives them uh what what you know cg Jung, the great swiss psychologist psychiatrist would call uh, archetypal so in other words like the idea of an archetype is that it's a pattern it's a pattern of energy a pattern of behavior a pattern of of creation some sort of a like a of a foundational or blueprint type pattern. And then what happens basically, is that we as human beings, you know, have our various cultures, we have our different ethnic groups or different religions or different places we grow up and so on. And our environment, you know shapes us and kind of helps us to, to look at the world in a certain way and in, and in, in a way that causes us to see things in a very particular light it's as if we're like wearing a specific pair of glasses or sunglasses or we're running a specific type of program in the background there's these sort of invisible energies that are going on that are doing things that are creating things that are you know helping spirit you know god to unfold creation you know and we in our different religious views and different cultural ideas, deem those powers and those, those different energies, you know, angels or devas or, you know, different cultures have all of these different names for them. So, you know, to kind of address that idea that angels are specifically Christian or Judeo-Christian or even Islamic, because you know it's all coming out of the same family of, of, of religious uh, mythology and ideas and i don't say mythology in any kind of pejorative way mythology i just speak of you know scriptural and ancient stories sacred stories is probably a better way to say it than mythology because mythology kind of robes people their own way it's sacred stories let's call them you know you see you hear of these different beings in almost every culture on the planet you know, in every religious tradition, and shamanic traditions, and you know, traditional religious tradition, indigenous traditions have these kinds of beings with different types of names. You know, so I think the kind of short answer to the idea uh, or the question of are angels specifically Christian or Jewish or Islamic? My my answer would be no, they're universal. However, there's like a a framework. Of you know Judeo-Christian and Islamic imagery that we overlay over those powers to explain them. Yeah. Uh, you know specifically in the West, so that's the way. I mean, I don't know. That was a long-winded way to explain it. Did that make sense?
1: No, it does. But as you were speaking, um, I think that you have to perhaps. Mm, I think maybe someone would have to unlearn a Christian God and have a more of a universal god right in order for that to happen
0: um that is possible it depends on what you know what type of christian god we're talking about i suppose right yeah because some you know some versions of christianity are very esoteric and have a very universal way of looking at god but if you're looking at more traditional religious belief particularly in the united states and particularly in modern times particularly fundamentalists and so forth. I think
1: that's what you were using before. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's a very, yeah, that's a very different picture, isn't it? But you know, yeah. the thing about fundamentalists belief in general though is it really um doesn't I mean they believe in angels, but they don't really interact with them on any kind of uh, you know, day-to-day basis, like like right. like, like the more esoteric or you know, mystical traditions would, where, you know, I think that angelic beings and hierarchies and spirits of beings and uh, different sorts of invisible entities and elemental beings, you know, and sort of gnomes and elves and all these kinds of ideas that to more, you know, non Christian peoples, I guess you call them, are kind of more comfortable, I guess. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You know, in, yes, in some ways, if you saw, you know, if you have a very traditional view of Christianity, that God is, you know, kind of, um, you know, meeting out justice and punishing people, and that the only way to, you know, kind of get out of this idea of original sin is to be a Christian, and so forth, you have that view, then yes, it might be kind of difficult to to see this universal system behind the scenes i totally agree with you and that's that's i'm glad that you brought that up um i'm i'm imagining most of the people listening to the show probably lean towards our way of thinking but but i'm yeah but it's good to bring that up because then it you know it brings up the questions like how do you talk about these things with people that don't share you know your viewpoint and sure. the, an- the answer is it's extremely difficult that's that's, <laughs> that's the short answer right yeah so, yeah
1: because I, I I think I was mentioning this before where you know I've uh, had people who were in relationships and then one person is like oh I'm not religious at all but then the argument from their partner is like well then why do you either pray or meditate to or call upon um, uh, Archangel Michael you know yeah. and then the and then the, um, the spiritual person is like it's completely different and then the other person is like no (laughs) you know so i think that sometimes people can get uh can get stuck um, with certain certain viewpoints and you know
0: absolutely
1: angels to be this uh this christian um, and you know these christian beings
0: yeah yeah well and you get the you know you get the kind of you know, hallmark story of angels and the, you know, like, like, uh, and you get, you know, you get the ideas from TV. Like, um, I'm trying to think of that, that show that was on, what was it? It was, um, touched by an angel. You oh yeah. That show? Mm-hmm. Things like that. And you know, you got the angels in, uh, in the, uh, in, in a lot of movies and things like that, the Bishop's wife and, you know, some of these classic movies, uh, the, uh, that Christmas movie, um, uh, what is that one with, uh, Jimmy Stewart? Um, the main the big christmas one like the miracle on miracle on 34th street i think was there an angel in that one or was that something about santa i, I think know. that one had... i don't know at any rate my classic movies are slipping out of my mind at the moment i need i need angels of intelligence and wisdom to bring back my classic hollywood knowledge but the point I is so
1: that's the thing though right that that uh these angels, these at least the archangels have specific roles or specific duties
0: um oh, by but. the way by the way it's a wonderful life is the okay. name of that movie so thank you angels because because <laughs> it popped right into my head after i said there that. You go. so, so there See, you, go. you asked for it i asked for it exactly <laughs> but no to kind of get back to that other thing that you were talking about where you have this idea of you know of spirituality versus religion or you know are these specifically Christian? Are they specifically Jewish? Are they, you know, just for one culture or another? Are these people that believe this or that? You know, I think the, the those are those are all difficult questions that that need to be addressed. One of the things, you know, that I find helpful, and you know, sometimes people think this is antagonistic, but you have people like sometimes ask you a question like, well, do you believe in God? And what I usually say is, what do you mean by God? Right. So let's define our terms before you try to pin me down, you know, and that, that can be really helpful. Or if you say, you know, are you a Christian? Well, what do you mean by that? You know, what do you mean by Christian? And, you know, do you believe in angels? Well, what do you mean by that? And so, you know, kind of defining our terms and, and understanding and making sure we're both on the same page when you're talking to other people about this, or you're even trying to kind of define your own beliefs about things or your own experiences is like, you know, that's a good question to ask what do you mean by that like what are yeah. you really referring to so you know for me when we speak about angels you know i i tend towards you know a kabbalistic particular hermetic kabbalistic outlook on things and so you know for me I'm that's define what that means find that sure so hermetic kabbalah <laughs> is good point is a is a more modern form of kabbalah kabbalah is Jewish mysticism. Uh, based on this this image of uh the tree of life it was it was it's an ancient tradition you know it's a mystical tradition in judaism um that goes way back into oral oral history prior to you know the bible and so forth uh, but it you know it, re- it revived itself and become very became very popular during during the renaissance and even you know into the 19th century or early 20th century and so forth uh, hermetic Kabbalah, on the other hand, is like is a ceremonial magic form of Kabbalah uh, that really saw an upsurge in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Um, it's connected to Theosophy and and it's connected to you know other these other movements and so forth. I'm you know I'm not really uh, doing it justice in my explanation because it is a big it's a big idea. But basically it's got, you know, ideas from Gnostic Christianity, mystical Christianity, Judaism, you know, there's some stuff from Islam, mystical Islam, uh, there's there's uh, Hindu and yoga philosophy mixed into it, It's a, there's Egyptian, um, there's, you know, uh, gods and so forth, there's mystery religions from Greece and Rome mixed into it, it's a very syncretic, you know, mixed sort of, sort of methodology. Okay. So... Uh, but that system has a very elaborate uh, system of angels and archangels and so forth that I find to be very interesting and we'll probably talk about that more it might i don't know it might go beyond the scope of what we're discussing but you know that's just one way of of looking at angels and then you know you've got like we've said you know, there's kind of a traditional view of angels there's there's you know other religious views of angels this, the simple thing though i think is to think about how, Really, for example, you hear stories, um, I, you know, I have a friend, you know, let's say he he's one of these people, I think I've talked about him before, who often gets warned of things, you know, and it is yeah. partially it's, you know, I told you about the drug dealers that wanted to kill him and so yep. forth. Okay, so, you know, you could make the argument that that's his intuition. But you could also make the argument that something outside himself was telling him, hey, stay away from this, or hey, you know, quickly turn to the right in your car so you don't kill us with a head on collision. Right. Um, And, you know, and you often have people explaining near, near fatalities or near accidents and so forth with the uh with an explanation of like something just told me to do it or something moved my hand or something Mm -hmm. pushed me and it felt like I was being pushed from behind you know we've all got those kind of stories like where I I tell you one of my own I mean I I was standing next to the Grand Canyon I was like this vision quest with my friend and we were we were out in the desert for weeks you know, barely eating and doing drugs and drinking way too much. And I was just, you know, out of my tree. And I'm standing literally on the edge of the Grand Canyon looking over I slip and begin falling in. And out of nowhere, my friend just like snaps out and grabs me and yanks me back. And I'm, you know, I'm like, my feet slipped off the edge, he barely pulled me back. And I'm like, he wasn't even paying attention he was drinking wine out of a boda bag at the time <laughs> and i'm like how did you know that And he's like something just told me to grab you yeah. and i'm like oh there you go so those sorts of things occur and we could call it intuition or we could you know call it an angelic presence we we don't really yeah. know exactly what it is so you know when you get into these systems though they they attempt to explain these forces in a very systematic way and they're they're very elaborate and very complicated and, and in my mind oftentimes very useful because i think the more that you can name something and understand it and visualize it and see it the more that you can connect to it and the more that it becomes a viable force in your life would you agree with that completely yeah and so those experiences then um, kind of reinforce. So you're like, oh, okay, what? I wonder what that was that caused this or that to happen. And then you start to investigate. And you're like, oh, well, you know, for example, like I was healed and I felt this presence. And, you know, well, Raphael is a healer. You do right. more work. You begin to look at great artwork and see what other people saw Raphael as. And then you begin to do your own work. And like, what does Raphael look like to you? So that Raphael label. Is just a sort of a convenient label to define a healing energy that's mysterious, that's from another realm. That's kind of how I—I'm oversimplifying it, but that's kind of how I see angels. And these hierarchies are different ways that they interact with us. And they're—they all these angels. There's just thousands and thousands and thousands of these angels, and they're like responsible for kind of carrying out like the spiritual plan of the universe. And sometimes people see them, and sometimes they just operate through hunches, and sometimes they actually will, you know, you'll have a full-blown experience, like the Archangel Michael or Michael, you know, you could see him. I mean, there's people that have talked about this, like, in battles, they'll see Michael come down, and suddenly, you know, their side begins winning. Okay. You know, there's all these kinds of stories throughout history that involve these angels and these beings, and it's you know, it's it's fascinating, and it's a it's a deep rabbit hole to go down for sure. Sure. So well, yeah, I think yeah
1: no, and I yeah I yep.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Let's try okay. That again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I there's just so many things that I uh, that I'm trying to say at the same time. Hey. When um when we uh, prior to the, sh- uh, to start, uh, the show, when yep. we were having the conversation, um, and there was the Hindu connection. Um, I felt that in, in there somewhere was one of the, um, one of the spirit guides that I had connected to, be- you know, before, mm-hmm. um, and, um, I I think I've mentioned this before that my spirit guides are very hilarious. Um, (laughs) And so one of the messages that I was getting, uh, you know, uh, um, on top of, you know, take your time, slow down. I think those are my more like chill, you know, um, the spirit guides, but I also have really, really funny ones. And then, um, so it was like, don't embarrass yourself, (laughs) do yourself a favor. (laughs) And like, actually like get it together, you know, <laughs>
0: have like um, researched so material and so on. Yeah, yeah. 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 So
1: I think that, um, yeah, as I was, as I was just kind of like connecting all these things, everything started lighting up and then it was like, Oh, I have to give this more time. Um, I think that there, I think that with this, um, process, because I really enjoy the fact that, um, this is a learning experience for both you and I, like when you had the, the episode where you were like, nope, retake, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought I, that was amazing. I really enjoyed that. And then this, you know, I have to, I've been saying that I, you know, that I'm going to do this on my, you know, on my own or kind of like uh, be a little bit more self-taught or, you know, get more information. Um, when we came to this and it, it literally was like a halt, I couldn't go any further. I couldn't go I couldn't like flip the page anymore. Um, I just, and as you can see, I can barely speak. Um, <laughs> but I think that it was just like, this is a clear message, like stop. There's going to be something valuable in this. Yeah. I think both for me and for the listeners, because I there's going to be probably some information that we're going to be able to break down. I really love, like that's one of the things I really love doing is um, getting having like these big concepts kind of digesting them a little bit or breaking them down mm-hmm. and then um simplifying it so it sounds
0: like it makes sense you know yeah and
1: it's in it's, so it's not to... so over intellectualized or yeah
0: yeah it's it's hard uh, to do that sometimes and so i i, I respect the the information you're getting and i and i'm glad that we're going to take this slow and, and and you know really just kind of touch on things today and really ask more questions than than answer things you know yeah. so that people can start thinking about it. and one of the things i want to kind of encourage the listener to do this week you know before we we go into a more prepared show next week is think about some experiences in your life some you know, they could have been, you know, uh, health related issues where you felt like you had some kind of presence of healing or, you know, you had a prayer or asked for uh, some healing for someone. And, you know, try to think back and 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 connect with some of the experiences you, you've had that could be quote unquote angelic experiences of some sort. And whether or not you use that word, you know, if you say spirit or you say, um, you know ancestor or you say something else, you know, those are all kind of different variations on these ideas. But, you know, think back if there was times when some sort of unknown presence or being helped you in some way, gave you some information or, you know, pulled you back from doing something stupid or literally guided you out of harm's way, you know, and those kinds of events can be connected to this idea of these angelic presences in some way or another. Um, So, and we'll talk more about that again but um you know, i don't want to put you on the spot because i know that you but know, also people. ask questions
1: you know i think it would be cool you know because who knows when we're uh, how long it's going to take i could read pretty fast if i again if i don't read in like um in character <laughs> <laughs> um but i like if i think i've been <laughs> asking people to ask questions this whole time, but this would be a really good opportunity to ask questions, you know, like one of the questions that I asked you um, again just kind of like playing into this. Um, you know what if i'm like a um, a listener and I don't know this, you know. Um, did I
0: say viewers earlier. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you did, but that's hey. If they're if they're viewing it in their own mind, then Hey, that's know. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I wonder exactly. what I look like. What am I wearing? Anyway,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe I do have ADHD. <laughs> uh, no, it's probably uh, just a lot of information being downloaded at the same time. It is. Um, it is. So one of the questions that I think I, though that I know that I asked you is um, how were angels formed? You know, and then as you were speaking right now what would be the these are some of the things that I feel already that I'm going to look into Um, what's the difference between an angel and like a spirit guide or what's Mm -hmm. you know yeah uh, angels can be guides but are guides angel you know things like that sure Um,
0: exactly those Those definitions those definitions are 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 valuable to explore yeah Yeah, I totally agree I mean a a short answer to get kind of people thinking and maybe we'll and again we're going to go deeper into it but you know, one of the ideas is that, you know, um, you know, universal mind, the I am presence, God, you know, cosmic consciousness, whatever you want to call it, you know, creates creates these beings uh, to, you know, to sort of do tasks and to be responsible for different areas of of invisible sort of forces and, and things going on, you know, to sort of um, play out the the creation the ongoing creation that exists you know that the process as it were um so there's you know there's planetary angels and 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 there's different hierarchies of angels that you know we didn't really touch on this and we'll go more deeply into it as we go on but you know this idea of of creation and the creation story in, in genesis itself there's a very interesting word used you know we see it as god when we read the bible in english but the actual word is Elohim. Elohim is a is a plural is a plural word that actually has a sort of masculine and feminine connotation to it. So some mm-hmm. people would argue that this means that these were sort of a, a, a series of creator beings, or these were kind of powers of God that were created by God to do the creation, uh, the, to kind of do the work of creation, cre- you know, creating material existence. On behalf of the universal spirit, in essence. So these are some of the ideas. So you see that angels, in some ways, and arc, so archangels are like the leaders of different hierarchies of angels. Is how I mean, at least in the Judeo and Christian-Islamic tradition. And you know the high the angels themselves then are highly connected to spirit, to the you know the the the, the one force behind everything. God, as it were, you know, and so they have, in essence, less free will than we have. That's one of the ideas, at least in our tradition. They're more connected to the spiritual realms. We're less connected, but more free, in essence, as human beings, you know. And then, of course, you get into the idea of these fallen angels, and there's, you know, this vast array of stories that, you know, we'll touch on more uh, in the future, but you know that's that's one interesting way of looking at it like you know powers or you know kind of you know energies that are that serve various purposes is one way i would think to to look at angels that's kind of that's kind of one idea um you know again we'll get into more definitions and and we'll go go deeper into some of these some of these ideas but that's kind of an interesting way of looking at it you know they have a connection to universal spirit And they're responsible also one of the other things they're responsible for certain certain um, branches or certain hierarchies of the angels is helping us to evolve protecting us and keeping us from harm uh, as, as human beings and that's one of the most sort of common stories that you hear all over the world in terms of these angelic forces is they you know they're they're constantly in these stories of people that are you know narrowly escaping from death or have near-death experiences and there's a healing and they see this presence often very often in most cultures they have wings so often they're you know they're winged creatures uh which is interesting and that's kind of that is something you see in the west but it's also something you see in the east yeah they share those kinds of uh, those kinds of symbolic interpretations as well so um and you know as you said i mean it's not just uh christian culture in the west it's you know sumerian and babylonian and egyptian culture um in zoroastrian religion which predated christianity and judaism there were angelic beings in that religion uh so that's some stuff in the west and you know the the greeks and romans had their versions and ideas about angelic beings as well i mean the very word angel is a greek word it comes from ancient greece oh really Uh, yeah it's angelo or something like that or angeloi. Something along those lines. My Greek is not good, but it's, <laughs> but in English that it renders a- angel. So, um, speaking of that, you know, you're, you're angel. So, yes. <laughs> you know that. that and we, I
1: had this really cool image though. Can you? Uh, I know I, I when you were talking about um, that uh, plural word, right?
0: Oh, Elohim, Elohim,
1: yeah. yeah. Can you describe that again?
0: Yes, uh, Elohim is a is a is a Hebrew word. They they transliterate it as God in the Bible, and it's in the in Genesis, uh, and it and it's a like I said, it's a plural word. So the im on the end is is a is plural in Hebrew. It indicates a plur a plurality. And there's also this idea that it has feminine connotations to it too. So there's a masculine and feminine sort of idea based in this Elohim idea. This is a sort of controversial thing because later on in Judaism and later on, obviously, in Christianity, God is seen as a male figure. But in, in the earlier Uh, iterations of judaism and even in early christianity especially in the gnostic tradition there's a much more balanced uh view of god as being both masculine and feminine or transcending gender entirely okay so i i mean I, i that was a little bit more elaborate what was what what was it particularly though that you were talking about
1: the way that you were describing the way that you described it or maybe perhaps the way that i heard it or received it was um like
0: uh a group of... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so get... So, yeah, so the other idea that's connected to that, sorry, is this idea of the seven logoi. That's in uh, Gnostic tradition and in theosophy and in a lot of uh, uh, esoteric Christianity, as well as uh, some of the mystical Jewish traditions. So there's this idea that there's like these seven spirits of God that encompass this name Elohim, and they were responsible for... For the creation of the earth and the planets and the stars and all the material universe, basically, that God created. Uh, and, and that's connected also to this idea of the seven rays. Um, that's that that you may have heard of in, in these new yeah. age traditions, uh, the seven colors, the seven notes, all of these things have these correlations with this idea of seven, you know, the seven days of creation, even you know, six yeah. days of creation and the seventh day of rest. This this whole, you know, that idea. Uh, is is connected to this same same sort of uh, those same sacred stories, uh, so that that that's that encompasses that idea of the Elohim. Uh, again, you know, you're going to get different views of these things. That's that's uh, you know, these are controversial ideas. So, um, well, I had this image as you were
1: speaking of um, all of these gods or entities coming together, um, and just when they come together, there's this um uh, i i had like this visual of like a like a source right like a source mm-hmm. oh yeah of um of like light but like without like without it like without without all of them coming together the source isn't like really like it's there it's like within them right mm-hmm. but when they come together it's it's like this this big source and that um, seem to be kind of in in my vision or whatever. Um, what would be then considered either like spirit or God, like kind of the overarching things, or at the tip of the pyramid, if you would say.
0: Yeah, yeah, and
1: exactly. then everything after it, you know, kind of like um, uh, cascades after, you know, like um, exactly. Well, so another it,
0: what ahead. I what I was thinking of, I just just to play off of that. Uh, is like you see the, all those things coming together, but you also can see them all coming apart. So you get this idea of think about when um, you shine uh, a light, you shine clear light through a prism and it creates that, that it creates all the colors, right? You think of it that way as well. And so it's kind of the clear light or the, you know, behind behind the, that's shining through the prism then creates this breakout of these, you know, these colors, uh that that are you know you could think of as almost like the elohim or these create you know these creative entities or powers and you know, so you kind of think of of uh, like you said like god is as the sort of light behind everything mm-hmm. and then for in order for that non physical entity to move into creation it has to sort of break itself up into these other entities to even become dense you know sure, yeah nonsense i mean we're getting really you know theological here but I, I i do think like like the idea in some ways of like you know god being sort of behind the scenes and being this very indescribable eternal infinite source that then you know kind of comes out into this material existence and is still within it but it's sort of also behind it and 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 i don't want to say separate from because it's intimately related but it also is like this source of 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 non um non-movement this kind of place of this great peace and this just ultimate nothingness but in in but with all potentiality right you know, i'm going i'm going deep and kind of beyond what no i like about. it does that i don't know does that kind of make sense it's like yeah you know so it, yeah yeah also
1: it also has this ability um, when you describe these like you know these seven entities kind of coming together and then it because when you think about uh, like religion per se or believing in god it's all really like Mm faith-based you know um, a science person may say like well how can you believe in something you can't see right Um, but then you have this I don't know the The visual that i got was just coming together then it's like a double it works in both ways like coming together then creates you know kind of builds or forms this Mm -hmm. this source yeah Uh, but then also without it like it's still kind of like within you i don't know how to describe this i have to like think about this a little bit more yeah but it was just a really cool visual when I was seeing it as you were describing this concept, and I was like, I kind of really like that. And it would make it um I think easier for some people to 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 make sense of some of this, but yeah, make sense of it on my own. Let me meditate on this a little bit.
0: Meditate on that and also talk to the angels and ask for wisdom. That's yeah, there you go. Speaking of so, you know, that's I think that's one of these ideas, you know, these angelic forces or beings. I mean, one of the ideas like we talked about is that they're here to, you know, they're around at all times for, you know, to help us evolve and help us to get back to our spiritual source from, you know, from where we came. I think part of the, you know, the experience of being a human being is that we forget where we come from. You know, they talk about right, you know, when you come into existence as this idea, and I think it's in Plato where he talks about, you know, this river of forgetting that we step through when we come into our existence. And, you know, because, you know, people think, you know, we talk about reincarnation, we talk about the spirit world, we talk about past lives and all these different ideas. And then, you know, people are bound to go, well, how come I don't remember any of this stuff? Or why can't yeah. I, you know, why can't I experience it? And the answer is you can, you just have to work at it. You know, but the, the idea is the conscious mind is, you know, there's a sort of a there is a sort of forgetting because, you know, otherwise, you know, we wouldn't need to have multiple lives and learn things. You know, if you came in and knew what you knew before one, it would completely alter your your view of life. And, and it might even make you somewhat you know depressed if you knew what you had to work through before you had to do it. So sure. you know, there's a benevolence in that, I think. But, you know, the point is, is then that, you know, one of the ideas is that these angelic beings or, you know, the spirit world in general, you know, be, the, be that ancestors or Risha or, um, you know, spirits of departed people or, you know, wise, wise ones, whatever you want to call them, ascended masters, that these, you know, individuals and beings are the ones that, you know, help us to remember, they help us to evolve, they help us to get back in touch with our spiritual essence, uh, because, you know, we're kind of in this you know, there's a divine light, a divine spark within us. They talk about that in Gnosticism, and I tend to lean towards that idea. But sometimes we we forget where we came from, you know, and we think we're this material being that's just in this random universe that, you know, is just kind of having all these experiences. And then when we die, all oh, the lights go out and that's all there is. That's all she wrote, right? So, yeah. um, but really, I think a more accurate view of it is that, you know, that new age statement, which you know, it's kind of corny, but it's like, it it, it applies really well. You know, you're a spiritual being having a human experience, not a human being having a spiritual experience. I like that. You know what I mean? And I think when you shift around to that point of view, then you can begin to get more in touch with some of these ideas. It's a very subtle shift, but it's a huge, it's like a 180 degree turn in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, you know, the longest time I think I was fighting being
1: a human, and then <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, let me just experience this and you know, um like make the best of it."
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then, it, I, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just gonna say, you know, I think it helps. It, it widens the view when you suddenly realize, like, "Oh, wait, I'm I am a, I'm a spiritual being. I'm having this human experience. I'm not stuck." You know what I mean, right? I feel like it enriches it. Yeah because then
1: you accept yourself as opposed to uh i think i wrote something about uh, it's kind of similar but not um you accept yourself um for who you are and where you're at as opposed to like always trying to seek something
0: yeah yeah no exactly and i and i you know and you accept you know, it's sometimes it's hard to accept your spiritual nature or your divine nature within yourself. You know, we're, we're, we're so caught up in like all of our complexes and issues and hangups and all the shit that we think that we need to deal with about ourselves. Yeah, And it's like, we forget that, Oh, wait, there's a perfect entity within me, this spirit, this that's connected literally to the universal source that I am from and yeah. it's like when you reconnect to that and you remember well, all these little human things are fine i mean you have the experience of them they're frustrating it so now everyone gets frustrated in traffic and you know experiences you know you, you know different ex- different things right in life and so forth yes but then when you kind of reorient yourself back to you know this idea of this you, that you're connected to the source it changes your experience that you have even during the stuff that's uncomfortable you know and i think that's one of the values of having a spiritual point of view um you know to 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 kind of move a little bit away from the angel stuff but uh, and, you know well i think it's that... also part of it
1: though because so i um i found what i wrote, and i'll kind of explain a little bit how i feel okay. this fits i think was it yesterday yeah, yesterday i think it, it's like um concern yourself less with finding beautiful places and more with how you bring beauty to spaces i didn't mean to be all dr susie but um <laughs> no, no, it's fantastic um, i love it i think that you know as humans we're always on this search we're always like uh wanting well on so many levels right uh, yeah. wanting more and wanting to find you know, the best, the next best thing, or, you know, going to go look at this majestic, like majestic view, or, um, you know, this Island that hasn't been untouched, whatever. Sure. But then we forget that all of the beauty that we have on the inside and all of the power and amazing qualities that we possess inside. So if I go with what you were saying, where, you know, um, accept yourself for being a spiritual being and having a human experience that I feel like that would just change everything because then you yourself are beauty, you yourself are spiritual, you have the power and the abilities to make all of these things happen and you don't feel so um, kind of like deprived or you don't feel like you're owed anything because you have it all. You have all of the resources and all of the access to, to everything. But we're, as humans, I think sometimes we forget that. We forget that we have these qualities. uh, You know, you have the power to like heal yourself, heal others. Um, You have the power to see things beyond what, you know, what perception may be at the moment. You just have to like tap into it as opposed to keep going outward and like traveling and going far. Just start within and recognize that part of you within And you'll find that you know you'll have less need to go out there and search for something. People say all the time, or you hear people saying, like, oh, I have to go find myself. What does that even mean? Go find yourself, (laughs) you know, you're already there. Yeah, just take a good look at yourself, and just there you are. So, yeah, I I really like that. I like that. You know, the I really, really like the. The concept of being a spiritual being and having a human experience.
0: Read your uh, read your 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 piece that you wrote again. you oh, I'm sorry.
1: Um, uh, concern yourself less
0: with finding beautiful places, and more with how you bring beauty to spaces. That is beautiful. Seriously, that that Thank could you. be a mantra or an affirmation that really could help you to change that point of view that you yeah. have and and re- remind yourself. And, and then, you know, and remember too that you know all of these these beings that we talk about, the spirits, the angels, the you know, the, the, all of the beings, all the the divine beings that we talk about, are are inside you, you know, as well as outside of you. And so okay. you know there's an intimate connection between all of this stuff we're talking about. Um, you know and because you can't see something necessarily on the outside with scientific tools, does not mean that it does not exist. You know, there was a time when science did not know about germs. There was a time right. <laughs> we, we still don't really understand exactly what electricity is or exactly what light is. Right. I mean, there's, you know, light is particles and waves at the same time. That's technically, I mean, that's a, a paradox. And right. so. You know, there are these, there's these mystical things, even in science that they can't explain all of quantum physics to me, you know, and I know very little about it, but every time I hear it, I'm like, that sounds like mysticism to me. Like, yeah, Yeah. you can throw all these scientific terms around, but it's like, you know, you're getting into consciousness and intention and chaos theory and all these crazy ideas. And it's fascinating, but it's like, they've been, they were talking about that stuff 5,000 years ago. So it's like, you know, it really isn't that new of a thing. So, you know, the the, the point really is, though, is that, you know, take time, like angels say, to go within uh, and, you know, ask also, you know, to kind of just round this out and I'll hand it back to you. But, you know, in this very first introduction, we're just raising questions. What do you think about angels? Are they just something that's in Christianity or Judaism, or do you see them As being, you know, universal beings, you know, what is an angel to you? Have you ever experienced something that you would, you know, argue is angelic? Um, You know, and really, you know, if you want to connect to these this energy, you know, just ask. Say, you know, angels speak to me. I I want to understand you. You know, sit and be quiet and listen and meditate, or you know, go out to the desert and you know, take a quiet walk, or you know, take time to kind of be alone with yourself and find that space, that divine space uh, within yourself, and create that beauty around yourself. And you begin to attract that energy to you. You know, through that law of attraction. That's that's another thing that you know these these forces respond to. You know, but call on them, ask for their help, ask for for understanding of these forces. You know, and 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 you know that's those those things. You know, they work. When you when you ask, yeah. you receive. You know, that's, yeah. that's, you know, ask and you shall receive. You know, the <laughs> testament says, and that is is a very wise saying from from Jesus. So, <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, yeah. speaking of Christianity, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, why don't you wrap up any thoughts you have or things that we might have missed, and then we'll call it a night. Um, I don't know if we've missed
1: anything, but I. Well, we missed last week. (laughs) That's a good boy. We did last week. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: So we missed you. Yeah, it's been pretty It's We've both been well, yeah, we've both been really, really busy. Um, But I will kind of end it on like a like a lighter note. I think I told you that uh, my um, my encounter with Deepak
0: (laughs) You briefly told me about, yeah that. So So I
1: went to this uh, festival and um, very safe, by the way, everybody had to either be like uh, tested or vaccinated or whatnot. Um, And for the most part, everybody was pretty respectful. Um, So they had announced Deepak being, um, I won't talk about it too much because I don't want to talk about this other thing really quick. Um, They had announced Deepak being part of the lineup uh, kind of last minute. And I was like, oh, cool. So they have, interesting enough, they had him under like the EDM tent, <laughs> um <laughs> wherever they have like the EDM music. Yeah. Um, so that was fun <laughs> or interesting. And then, so he walks out, and then um oh, was it at the two? No, yeah. Eh, anyway, so he walks out and like walks out, points out into the audience, and like waves. And then my, I went with my sister and my sister turns to me and she's like, did he just point and wave directly at you? And I'm like, <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing, but I didn't want to be presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And so he was just like, "Like, hey, you, how's yeah. it going? Kinda yeah, like that. Yeah. And then oh. he did the same thing on the way back out. And I was like, um, should I go somewhere? Is like management gonna come over and like say, hey, would you like to have tea with me and <laughs> <laughs> um that was pretty much my extent i um he was up on a stage so you couldn't really like access him or anything like that
0: Um, and there's i mean there's hundreds of people there right if yeah mm -hmm, yeah Yeah. i was gonna say if not thousands so it's interesting
1: this is at the beginning so nobody nobody really shows up that early
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
1: so it was a good crowd but it was definitely not like you know like i wouldn't even say Hundreds, hundreds for, okay. for the thing. But it was also the first day. So
0: yeah. I imagine people, I, I would imagine more people would be there uh, later in the weekend or whatnot. But it's interesting though that he's drawn to, you know, to to your energy. And that's where we talk about this law of attraction. It's like you're doing this work, you're connected into this spiritual uh energy and source and so on. And it's you know what I'm saying? And that's where we're talking about this yeah. this law, it, it attracts people's attention in a positive way. And draws them into you, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: I think so, because I'm just one of uh you know, a bunch of people just standing around. Yeah. Um, but I didn't say anything because I don't <laughs> I didn't want to just like, you know, make some sort of like presumptuous thing, like, oh yeah, you know, Deepak and I have a but it was verified by another person. <laughs> yeah. She like looked at me, she's like, <laughs> Did he just point at you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly like i think so yeah so that was just fun um then i went to oh so speaking of uh angels i i'm a huge fan well of androgyny right and so you and i have talked about this before how androgyny is like in all high art um it's represented in in um i think everything um everything that's kind of Everything that's creative, right? Even yeah, for sure. Food has like this balance of like hard and soft, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that's kind of what you. that I think that's kind of what society has uh, created. Those two kind of things being. Um, uh, so I there was this a uh, benefit ball or um, for uh, people uh, living with AIDS here in town. And so um, I decide to, <laughs> I decide to go very androgynous, one might say. <laughs> and I'll post the photo up on. Um, I posted it on my stories, but I think I'm going to do what we discussed before and just do post or word word. Yeah. Photo.
0: Um. So. And that's on your at at Angel on the Eighth Day. Uh, uh, Instagram. At Instagram, yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah right,
1: so right. it's essentially. <laughs> it's essentially like a like a nude leotard mm-hmm. with uh, with like a what would that be like a caftan
0: yeah like a sheer sheer caftan i would call that but it's like really sheer very sheer it's indeed <laughs> very very sheer it is it's you one might even call it like like paper thin maybe yeah
1: <laughs> but it's black and yeah. it went along with the theme yeah. So that and then some um some like boots just to oh I guess I did do that. So I had like these uh kind of a combat boots because I liked the the hardness of that and then the
0: softness of everything else. And there you go. There is that balance between that kind of masculine or hard element and then the, the yeah. feminine and kind of flowy, you know. And you see that in, you know, you see that in that yin yang symbol in the east oh yeah two little fishes the black and white fish there's that balance and so forth so that's an interesting thing
1: yeah and i promise i had promised myself and um veronica who we both know that i wasn't gonna do i was gonna like devote um my attention to my friends (laughs) and uh just have fun and we we did i think the majority of the time uh i would say like nighting percent of the time it was just her and i having fun um it was her t- first time going to this event um, i knew several people there we went with another uh friend of ours named garrett he knows like everybody um he literally does uh, <laughs> and so um we i was like okay i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do this right i'm not gonna like put up a shop and start doing readings or anything like that i'm just gonna like <laughs> whatever so yeah. we're like casually at uh, one of the food uh, sponsors, you know, um, table, and we're just like sitting there, blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh, are you from the East Coast?" This, uh, sorry, this um, lovely woman walks by, young woman, and she's like, um, "No," but everybody says that. And then I'm, I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah, it kind of sounds like a little bit East Coasty." and then she's like no she's like um she's like i think i, it, I think it's because everybody thinks that i'm italian i'm like why would people think that you're italian you're like jewish and then she's like what and I'm like what did i say <laughs> whoops and then, and then she's like what did you say and i'm like i don't know what did i say because <laughs> now i'm like yeah. did i offend you yeah, did I like, yeah exactly i don't think being jewish is offensive i mean no no Whatever time that was, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely. and so she's like, How did you know I was Jewish? <sighs> and then I was like, No reason. She's no like, No, how did you know? Particular. I was <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, No reason. She's like, Why are you acting shifty? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so, like me trying to like, like I assure like, you, it's
0: it's spiritual. I'm not an anti semite. Let me tell you that right no,
1: now. No, it wasn't <laughs> that. It was almost like it's like it was. She was like asking, like, how do I know what I know? Yeah, like, yeah Why yeah. am I hiding the fact that I know what and I you know?
0: What I you know, right? You she's know. like, yeah,
1: yeah. So she's like, why are like why are you? And I'm like, I just know things. <laughs> and then I probably answered that wrong too. So I played into her insecurities probably and yeah drove her nuts. um yeah. and then i was like okay fine so then i was like boom 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 and then she's like what <laughs> <laughs> so i was just like okay so here are the like i literally everything just came out because i i was like i felt now i feel like i've put veronica through this like every time we go out or anybody <laughs> that really goes out with me and yeah um, i did not like i i'm really trying to be more responsible um, with uh, readings and stuff, but sometimes you just get pulled into these situations. Yeah, and I didn't just like blurt everything out. I actually asked her. Um, but for dramatics, I like saying you know that I blurted it out. It sounds. Good <laughs> um, it but it I sounds actually did good. ask her. I asked for consent and all of that. Um, and then she said yeah, and so, um, I just kind of gave her the information that was coming through, and then she's like. And I was like are you okay and then she's like yeah I'm gonna have to get your phone number (laughs) (laughs) and I was like okay nice so that was my weekend or that's been my last two weeks I suppose I feel like I still haven't posted anything saying like this was my birthday month so I think I'm probably gonna do like a whole montage of like this has been my two birth or my birthday month, and I and, kind of
0: get into yeah. September. <laughs> it's I was gonna say it's spilling over, and it may even move into October. Might it? Might it? <laughs> well, I
1: am going to Austin City Limits.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, and then so, there's Halloween.
1: So the birthday month. I mean, month. Might
0: as well as just do the rest
1: of the year. <laughs> exactly.
0: Write it out. I mean, and then you got Thanksgiving, and then you got Christmas after. Exactly. Write it said. out. I'm
1: like, Come on. just do the whole year
0: yeah <laughs> exactly let's celebrate angel so yeah that that's interesting and you know i tying way back to the beginning of this thing that we were talking about you know this idea of of you know balance and androgyny and masculine and feminine balance and this kind of um and angels you know one of the ideas that angels you know are uh are androgynous and you see that yeah. in art, like you talked about, particularly during the Renaissance, you see that representation of them. And it's, you know, and really throughout history, you can kind of see that even in ancient art and in some of the ancient cultures and stuff, these angelic beings have this sort of um, ambiguous, you know, sexuality about them. And so so you do see this balance of masculine and feminine, you know, the classical ideas of masculine and feminine elements in them. And, you know, I think that's really something that, uh, Helps us in our own spiritual exploration is to begin to kind of develop that, you know, so that if you know, um, we can find that kind of balance within ourselves between those 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 elements between those ideas, you know, we we open up and connect ourselves uh, to the to the source uh, in a much greater way, you know. Yes. And there's there's something about that, and it's you know, so it's you know, obviously. This is not a show about gender and you know and and all that. I mean, those those that deserves its own its own show unto itself. But when we you know we're talking about um, these ideas of masculinity and femininity in, in in symbolic and mythological terms in a sort of classic way. Uh, so we're not talking yeah. necessarily about sex per se or biological right. uh, sex, but 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 yeah. more, you, you know what I mean. of this balanced energy this plus and minus idea this black and white energy idea this you know this kind of give and take you know the the kind of like um magnetic quality and then the the electrical quality you know all of these sort of forces that are at work that seem like they're opposites but really are in harmony and need to be balanced out, and so whether you're, you know, masculine or feminine, and in your particular gender, you know, these 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 different or or somewhere in between, whatever, wherever you identify yourself, these these forces are still at play psychologically and spiritually within you, right? Yes. I mean, you're yeah, more. Yeah, and an I expert love
1: in, those. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just gonna say you're more of an expert on this gender, uh you know, gender study stuff, obviously, than I am, and you do a lot of great work in that area, so. I defer I do to enjoy it. working. Well, well, I think that that's probably like a I I would like to have
1: maybe an episode where we talk about that like either two spirit um gent, you know this this concept I feel is on probably on its own. I thought at the beginning that it was going to be um part of this, part of the angel conversation just like how we were going to maybe perhaps talk about like the divine feminine and things like that. But I feel now, especially with the first message that I got when we were doing the pre-show that it's angels, like they just need their own space. They're just yeah. like the wings are out and they're going like, Nope. Uh-uh, it's <laughs> <us."> <laughs> yeah. Like we, you guys can talk about that in another time, but we're doing this for right now. Um, so But yes, I, that, that is a really good uh, topic and I would like to talk about that, but I enjoy, um, I feel like more people would, would um, enjoy kind of playing, being playful with both masculine and feminine. I feel that I look the best and feel the best when I have that, um, that balance. Mm -hmm. So currently my hair is a little bit longer. um, So I tend to, uh, go for facial hair when my hair is longer if I if um, if my hair is shorter than I don't know I don't know I like I just kind of like playing with those two um, and just finding like my groove within that I don't yeah. I feel I feel yeah like my best or truest self um, and it I don't know I feel like it shouldn't really say anything about um, this just a whole social judgment of femininity right but we'll get to that
0: yeah again that, that's a that's a whole series another yeah. s- series of shows <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad the angels are keeping keeping you and i on track so we're gonna oh yeah
1: they the are show. like no i could see like the <laughs> i could see like show one yeah. or like this one episode and then whatever other episode they are like this is our block
0: <laughs> yeah this is our block of time. We're not,
1: yeah so, we're not we're not doing anything else except for us so get it together exactly.
0: So next week, you know, we're going to we're going we're gonna to talk during the week, but next week, we're going to go deeper into uh, this idea of angels different? and more definitions. And then, you know, your, yeah. your, your task as a listener this week, if you know, if you choose to do so, is to think about, you know, your own idea about what angels are and, you know, what, you know, hang ups or. You know, or positive things you have towards these ideas, and you know, do you think they're strictly for Christians and Jews and you know, and Muslims, or you know, do you see angelic beings in other cultures, or do you you know, do you feel like you need to be religious to you know, to have an experience with these angels? All these sorts of sorts of questions, you know, kind of explore that stuff and ask yourself some questions. And you know, next week we'll have some more ideas and some more clear definitions of what we're talking about, but also more questions because really you know this whole spiritual process this spirit work show really is about more about questions than it is about answers because it's all a process it's all unfolding you know and so you know we are 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 trying to be like the guides but it's more like a a graduate class where we're just like you know setting things up talking about our experiences and then we're all in it together really yes right so aren't we I we are, and so you know, and that's part of the process. I think so. We'll keep sticking with that. Thank you for your uh, your great stories at the end. I, I was gonna I was gonna say we'd be we'd be sad if we didn't get to hear a couple of angel stories. So I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, so we'll be back again next week with more great angel uh, exploration. You know, we'll talk a little yes. bit too about maybe angelology. That's an interesting idea. You know, the study of angels. So. Uh, But we'll see what they have to say to us and where they guide us. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you again, Angel, for showing up. I appreciate you. you. All right. We'll speak to you all next week. Uh, Blessings and light. Bye.